0: Man, the energy. Oh, I feel it. How you guys doing? Stellar Global, Stellar Family. Man, we got, got Smartlands in the building today. I hope you guys are ready for this one because I sure am. It's a beautiful day. We got a lot going on in the Stellar world. We got uh, Smartlands live uh, shortly after we conclude this. We got uh, the Stellar Development Foundation that's going to have their fourth quarter review. So it's gonna be a great day. I really appreciate everybody checking in. Shout out to everybody, Stella Global, uh, Jay, uh, Stella Korea, man. Shout out to you guys. I really love everything you guys do. I appreciate all the support. Uh, Stella Global wouldn't be Stella Global without Stella Korea. I tell you that much. Um, shout out to everybody else. Uh, it, it is just great. Thank you for joining in. Uh, we're gonna be, uh, uh, be discussing. We're gonna be discussing uh, Smartlands. And uh, if you're not aware here, I'm going to read this to you guys. Um, SmartLens is a digital investment platform with a proven use case for tokenizing shares and real, real assets, okay? Having its mission of tokenizing the real economy and bringing all its benefits to a broad audience. Smartlands develops alternative investment instruments offering for sale initial coin offerings in asset backed structure. I'm not making this up guys, I'm just reading exactly what I've been given and what you guys are about to hear and see. The SLT is a cryptocurrency of the Smartlands ecosystem. It's a limited, okay? Limited to a maximum of 7.1 million tokens. And you know where it runs guys. You know where it runs. It's on the Stellar Open Source Network. Shout out to everybody. That's right, Mike. Great quality. I appreciate you stopping in. Uh, Oh, man. Look at that. Koreans are here. They're watching it. Excellent stage. I appreciate you guys. Let's get this thing started. Everybody. We've got Ilya Abrasov, CEO of SmartLands. And we've got Martin Birch, non-executive chairman. Okay? So... A little quick overview, Martin Birch is an investment banking professional with extensive sales experience gained globally across both media and banking sectors. He brings his investment expertise to help the SmartLands team in reaching a wider audience and starting global, that's right, I said global expansion. Ilya Abrasov, seasoned tech expert, a visionary, yes he is, business leader, skilled in delivering efficient and robust solutions that rapidly facilitate the transformation from idea to a fully funded global, like I said, global startup. Over his 10-year career in tech, he's quickly moved through the ranks of IT from CPO, CTO, principal architects of multiple California startups. Guys, thank you for for joining. I'm really looking forward to this. So welcome to Sam Connor live. How are you guys doing today?
1: Thank you. you
0: Good, 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 man. Listen, man, yeah, man, it's 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 amazing. The it's it's definitely got a lot of people here viewing live. You see all the communication that's happening all over the globe. We got Korea, we've got Turkey, we've got Ireland. I'm seeing all these different countries pop up. It's really, really great to see, and I know Ukraine is in the building, so um. Martin, I wanted to start off with you. Um, as you know, you are the uh, non executive chairman uh, with uh, Smartlands. Why don't you, uh, I guess, uh, since a lot of people may not be familiar with you just yet, a little background on your history and, um, and uh, your connection to
1: Smartland? Yeah, okay. I'll start a brief uh, audit history from the beginning. I'm 56. Uh, years old, I'm from Cambridge, you look good. Near hey, hey, you look good, man. You look good for 56. Thank you very much. I'm from a small village near Cambridge in the UK. Um, and variously over the last decades, I've been a Eurobond trader in London. I've been the head of uh, sales for an exhibition and conference organizer. I've worked in Australia, Frankfurt, Berlin. All, all I've done lots of stuff all, all over the place. But the key thing is, for the last 12 years. I've been working in investment banking in Kiev. I was the vice president for the international business for an American bank here for four years. And seven years ago, we formed Empire State Capital Partners, which is our own investment bank, along with um, two of my colleagues named Alex Bart and uh, Yaroslav uh, Udovenko. Um, And we primarily deal in in the uh, corporate sector. Um, Ideally, we're very interested in VC stuff, early stage stuff, tech tech companies, um, and that that sort of thing. I was actually introduced to SmartLens by a, a meeting of a shareholder in SmartLens about something completely different, and he mentioned SmartLens, and my colleague Alex Bart and I came up with some reasonable ideas, and he basically said, "Well, do you want a job?" <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and and what we've done, myself and my colleague Alex have put together pretty much a, a, a business plan, if you like, which will generate not only business for smartlands but also native demand for the smartlands token as a utility token through which the use of the smartlands um, smart network is, is actually paid for. So, so um, I, I could see the business case relating to some of our clients, and I could also see a way we could sort of uh, turbocharge the um, process so i'm yeah so i came on board to sort of well basically my job title is a fancy job title for a <laughs> chief salesman nice <laughs> nice I'll, nice I'll, well
0: what? <laughs> well that sounds good man sounds good everybody give a round of applause round of applause round of applause round of applause thank you so much for that great introduction i don't know about y'all but it sounds like money anyways Ilya, let's go ahead and and, and talk yeah. about you man you've uh i've been following you for, for for several years now and uh once again I'm, I'm really honored to have the opportunity to uh do this live with you so uh i'm sure there's a lot of folks out there that think they know who you are but why don't you give them a little background on your history
2: okay yeah so for seven years already i'm building startups i started as chief technical officer of a california-based outsourcing company we helped around Fifteen startups uh, to go live, to build MVPs, and uh, to attract investments, and and uh, to build first products to, to serve clients. Uh, then it's a funny story, uh, but uh, I was uh, initially I investor of SmartLens <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs>
0: uh, cool. Then guys fired me. <laughs> <laughs> so you were uh, you, you, built, so you so you came you that's came that's in that's as as an yeah. investor first. That's interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah. I first bought S L T token for myself, uh, and then uh, then uh, Victor Yermak, uh, previous C T O of Smartlands, hired me. Uh, I became a chief architect and uh, C T O of our venture, and uh, mm-hmm. I was the uh, chief technical man behind uh, this turn accommodation building offering in Nottingham in the U K. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was promoted to C E O position and. Uh, Starting a new products, uh, building uh, a joint investment platform in Ukraine, uh, partnership with Degroxy, and and uh, more very interesting stuff.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Well, we're definitely going to talk a little bit a little bit more about Ukraine a little bit uh, down the line. The show, a lot of great things happening there. Uh, but let's focus on Smartlands. Um, so what can you tell us about what sparked the creation of Smartlands? What was the the need that it was missing that uh, you guys felt SmartLens could, could provide?
2: I was also not there during the ACO, I was an investor. So I was on the other hand, mm-hmm. <laughs> on the other, on the other side of the area. world.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and um, so actually the vision uh, is pretty simple. Uh, for, for more than 10 years uh, we have blockchain uh, public immutable uh, distributed ledgers uh, that mm-hmm. cannot be tempered uh, and uh, that can facilitate all kinds of uh, money transfers across the world uh, in the seconds and uh, now the next the next obvious step uh, is to apply this for actually ownership rights in real assets to tokenize equity rights to turn them into the tokens uh, so it wouldn't be only utility tokens uh, but also like security tokens uh, tokens that represent mm-hmm. actual shares and uh, these tokens will be backed by real value these tokens uh, we will, will pay dividends uh, and and yeah so it's it's really amazing idea and uh, uh, I can go deep into mentioning all kind of value propositions of security tokens, uh, why they will uh, actually change the investment landscape, why they will disrupt everything, but
0: uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, so I, I am me curious. To, yeah. yeah, no, well, I am curious. I mean, you know, the, the number one question I always like to ask people is, you know, why blockchain? You know, why why is DLT uh, a necessity in, in, in helping what you're trying to accomplish work? Well, currently, um, as a very
2: simple as a very simple example, currently if you buy securities, uh, you just trust your broker. Right. Uh, on the blockchain, it's all transparent. You can see all the records. Uh, you can see all the holdings. You can see everything. Every transaction is transparent. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
2: And um, records can't be tampered. And, and the second point uh, is is actually that uh, this instrument is purely is uh, truly Um uh, So. Korean guys uh, can invest into Ukrainian property in five seconds and in one click. Wow! Uh, wow. And it will be investments into pro- profitable property, uh, real assets, a uh, uh, real profitable assets across the wall.
0: Well, shout out to Stella Korea, uh, You the, heard, heard that? You guys, you guys, you, you guys could jump in right now and buy some Ukrainian assets. He just, he, he just put you on 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 blast. Jay, go ahead and make that purchase. <laughs> no, but you're right yeah. though. That <laughs> that is good. That is good. Um, Martin, from, from your end, you know, um, over the last couple of months, we've seen a lot of what we would consider the legacy business, legacy banking getting into, into blockchain. I'm curious as to your viewpoint, you know, prior to really getting into the nuts and bolts. I mean, what, what was your initial viewpoint when you talked to your, your peers uh, about blockchain? You know, do, was there much knowledge of it? You know, what, what was your what was your viewpoint?
1: Uh, well, to, to, uh, I, to begin with, I didn't really have a viewpoint on, on, on blockchain. It, <laughs> I'm, I'm being brutally honest there. No, that's good. I, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's some, well, no, no, it's just something I, I went over, around, and underneath. I never really sort of um, um, went through it. Um, but uh, up until it was about a, oh, eight, nine months ago, 10 months ago, something like that, JP Morgan Bank in the USA announced its JPM coin and started putting specific um, into corporate transactions from JP Morgan through their own blockchain oriented um, sort of um, network. And, and you know, if if it's good enough for them, then I I started to pay um, um, a bit more attention. Um, (laughs) Consequently, when um, we were presented, my colleague Alex and I, Alex Mars and I were presented with. smartlands we were able to I was able to suggest some actions which would add some immediate value um, to the company and therefore to that particular shareholder but would also hopefully result in re rating of the um, token price um, um, mm-hmm. based upon stuff with a definite conclusion actually happening um, right that's really so I mean I, I could see it as a, um, a platform which could be the solution to multiple issues and multiple problems for many of my clients. Remember, I've been in Ukrainian investment banking for 12 years. With Alex and myself, we pretty much know everybody. We pretty much know who owns all the big buildings and all the companies and who drives around in them. The big mercedes and so on um you know we, we know the sort of people when, when i when i go
0: to ukraine i'm calling you up martin i want to go i want to go to all the nice dinners everything i'm when i when i fly to ukraine yeah. i'm giving you a call just watch please, out for that okay
1: please, 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 please. so, so we're, we're actually quite useful because we already have existing um, relationships in nice. in the um, the business area here and, and in essence using ones, we can turn that into a reality but we'll doably come to that later
0: right right you know one thing you know um um for, for those listening, you know, I had a chance to, to speak with both Martin and Ilya, um, uh, gosh, maybe about a week or, or two weeks ago. And something that you brought up, Martin, that um, I, I think is so important is there's a lot of blockchain projects out right now. I mean, I think the last I checked was over 6,000. But mm-hmm. there's a there's a gap between, you know, technology and ideas and actual business potential. You know, um, can you, uh, you, you shared a lot of insight on in that. And, and I was just hoping maybe you can share a little bit of that conversation with the audience listening, because I think that that, that is important um, for them to understand the difference in, and also in what you see in smart lands.
1: Um, Your question wasn't entirely clear, Sam. Could you put it in? OK, well, I mean, so basically,
0: so what was so what were some of the, let's say, the the, the key points of of business sustainability right that in opportunities that you're seeing within smart lands compared to a lot of these other uh blockchain projects that are out there because there's over six thousand yeah, yeah. um, that are there but a lot of them don't have any real use case
1: okay um I, I think then we need to go back to a comparison with um uh fiat currencies with the euros and the u.s dollars and so on with this um virus pandemic that's upon us at the moment there's been an awful lot of uh, money printing in, in in Europe and 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 in the USA. Um, you know, for, for decades now, the U.S. dollar, for example, hasn't been backed by gold. It's backed by basically nothing apart from people's belief in it. Um, with Smartlands on the platform, we will only be issuing asset-backed tokens. They they'll be backed by a uh, proprietorship, shareholding in a piece of commercial real estate, a business center, an office block, um, um, a warehouse. Um, the sort of place that has long-term clients, it has long-term revenue, probably with rental increases built into the um, 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 contract. Now, the owner of that, for example, is able to sell a twenty, say, thirty percent on the smartland token. He gets some cash back, but the shareholders then become pro-rata equity owners, effectively in the business. So it's like a hybrid between a bond and a stock market equity, in that you've got the upside of the increase in, in the asset but you're getting a yield. But unlike a bond, the yield is not fixed because your yield will be your pro-rata percentage of the yield of the property minus various operating costs and maintenance and and, and stuff like that. So um, if if, if I give a very simple example, um, the property market in Ukraine at at, at the big end is fairly illiquid. Deals are done all the time, but um, there's no real sort of uh, pricing... Comparison point. So let's say you're a opportunistic fund manager and you buy a fully let office block, um, let to real nice organisations for years ahead. Let's say it's worth a million euros, but the seller's a motivated seller. Maybe he's got something else he wants to do, and after a bit of haggling, he sells it to you for seven hundred thousand euros. Okay, right. so well done. You've bought, you've bought a million euro building for seven hundred thousand euros. You're, you're getting the rent. It's yours. You earn it. Now, you've got a 300,000 euro profits out there, but you can't withdraw it because mm-hmm. it's in the building, right. okay? With smart ones, you can take that 300,000 euro piece of equity, a 30% equity stake in the building. That asset can be um, um, effectively tokenized. People buying the tokens then become a pro rata shareholder in the building and benefit from the upside increases it goes up in value, hopefully over years, also benefit in the rental income that comes from it
0: nice.
1: um, because they will be entitled to their pro rata share of it so it means that the um, the clever fund manager who bought the building not only has he got the building worth a million euros um, which he owns 70% of now but he's got 300,000 euros he can go do something else with right um, so and, 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 know, and, and I mean, think that
0: that's really important what you're saying because you know um, For myself i've been doing i've been in real estate for 16 years that's 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 been my Mm -hmm. bread and butter for 16 years and so you're absolutely right real estate is great but it's very illiquid it's really hard unless you go through the whole marketing sales and 45 days of going through closings or or even longer um but what you're talking about gosh i mean this is i mean this is great this opens up (laughs) a, a ton of opportunities
1: yeah, and, and the reason the reason we've opened the Ukraine operation now appointed someone to coordinate in Ukraine uh, is because there's surely going to be something to coordinate. We've actually got three property owners. I'm, I'm not going to go into details here, but we've got three property owners who who have expressed an interest in doing something similar to what I outlined in my hypothetical example um, nice. um, um, wow. earlier. Um, so we've got basically as soon as we're up and running at this, end, we've got three targets ready to roll. I'm um, on the platform. And, and once we've got those up and running, once we've actually managed to sell them, um, we've then got a, a sort of a case, a proven case study, in, in essence, to attract more business. Right. Um, and and it then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. But the key point is, um, when um, uh, a client lists. Our, 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 our business proposal is to charge five percent of the listing fee, and it, if you went to an investment bank, they'd probably charge you five five percent or more to raise money for you. So, our you know our, our initial um, pitch is five um, percent on on listing, um, and then we'll charge a fee to any sellers in, in, in the secondary market, but not to buyers. Um, that money will be paid in Smartland token. So, in the case of this million-dollar building, three hundred thousand in equity. Five percent of that is fifteen thousand. Um, that money, in essence, sits in the um, um, uh, client's um, wallet, if you like, and, and, and is then used to purchase the smartland token to pay the fees for actually using the project. So, it's a way of creating a sustainable ongoing demand. In, mm. in other words, the more deals we can do, the more. Um, And then, of course, we've got our bulletin board secondary market where people can buy and sell um, the units based upon their yield. Or or, you know, if if interest rates suddenly go down, something that's Mm. yielding on average seven or eight percent might suddenly be more attractive, and the price of the equity might actually go up. Um, Mm. um, One doesn't know. Um, But um, so, so that's you know that. That's where I see it. I I, I see it. Martin,
0: I mean, no, Martin, you're <laughs> on point, man. You're you're really you're really on point. You know, I mean, guys, I I hope you're really understanding and listening to what's going on. You see, this is what this is what one thing first of all I love about what Stellar allows is, you know, so many other projects are just uh, uh, you're holding on a token and you're hoping it to go up or down. What Stellar's allowing are for companies just like Smartlands. To tokenize real-world assets and really create in digital format what people are already doing now—they're enhancing. This is this is great, Martin. We'll, we'll get back onto some of the, the some of the projects. I, I know there's a there's a couple of announcements that I want to get to. Um, Ilya, let me get back with you. Let's talk about the Stellar Journey, right? Um, in the yeah, very sure. beginning, in the very beginning, long long time ago. Um, SmartLands was launching on Stellar, then there was uh, an announcement that maybe SmartLands was, you know, creating its its own blockchain. And let's just start from the very beginning. So how did SmartLands first get uh, connected to Stellar? Um, I know you weren't there in the very beginning, but maybe you can provide some history on that to where we are now.
2: Yeah, but I know the story.
0: Uh, so <laughs> okay.
2: Initially, initially, as uh, initially as uh, every token crowd sale, uh, it was planned on Ethereum. Um, as usual, it was normal, like in 2017. There were no other options, almost. And uh, then, on um, one conference, uh, Smartland founders uh, got acquainted with uh, SDF guys. Uh, they told uh, SDF guys pitched their technology to them and. Um, then they decided, why not to be the first ICO on Stellar, and build the whole the whole tech stack on it?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, because yeah, it's really cool blockchain. Uh, it's really energy efficient. Uh, transactions are settled uh, finally in five seconds. Fees uh, are neglectable, uh, especially in comparison with Ethereum, where one application uh, turns the whole network down. And uh, Ethereum to zero is uh, somewhere around the corner, but uh, it's somewhere around the corner for years started your mistake. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was the initial choice. Um, then, then, uh, uh, if to continue that story, we built our proof of concept to be tokenized uh, student accommodation building, uh, and uh, yeah, the, the whole protocol solution uh, was built around uh, multi-signature uh, because uh, otherwise. Uh, at the time it was not possible to issue regulated assets because you need to oversee the compliance of our transaction. Uh, you need to be able to withdraw tokens if there is, let's say, a court decision. Uh, and uh, even on Ethereum, uh, even on Ethereum for secret tokens, uh, smart contracts, uh, there is uh, a master private keys that uh, can basically withdraw tokens, uh, can forcibly transfer tokens from one holder to another. So it's still a kind of centralized solution and uh, yeah, uh, on the centralization level, uh, Ethereum and Stellar and our Stellar concept are no different.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, th- that's the point. Uh, but still, still, uh, if, to, if to go deep into technical things, uh, multi uh, have their own pitfalls and, and uh, hidden stones. Uh, um, especially because it, it's not possible for a user to hold uh, other tokens not issued by uh, our platform in the wallet. Uh, we built a workaround around that with child wallets. Uh, our community remembers that. And uh, yeah, it's a working solution. So it's battle proven. Uh, it was uh, approved by all the regulators. Uh, but but still, it's not so convenient. And uh, when a year ago uh, we were looking at Stellar again, we were talking with Stellar guys. So then uh, uh, I even participated in uh, personally in, in public chats in Keybase, uh, talked <laughs> talk with other Stellar developers. Uh, and there were no solution for that. Uh, it, it was um, like uh, envision that Stellar is only for payments, only for money transfers right. and regulated tokens. Okay, you can build them with multi-sig, but uh, protocol does not support uh, native things for regulated assets. But but this uh, then we started develop our own chain. Uh, we built a testnet, uh, we successfully tested it, uh, but uh, then we, uh, we again reviewed Stellar and uh, it was also uh, our clients, our partners were pushing were pushing us uh, forward to, to deliver the product as fast as possible to allow the things uh, to start earning money, to start bringing demand for a salty token. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, right.
2: And, uh, and yeah, for, for that case, uh, we reviewed against Stellar. Uh, it was not like... Uh, Very like easy decision. Okay, we're building another chain. Okay, let's do another chain. Uh, The point is that uh, actually we actually there is uh, no sense in building uh, yet one more blockchain. Uh, There are already thousands of them. Uh, So, yeah, uh, and we had a chat with uh, the guys again and uh, reviewed the the progress with the traction that Stellar made uh we, we see a clear traction around the regulated assets around digital securities digital shares uh, so it, it's not yet uh, entirely possible to to get rid of multi multisig uh, but uh, in the coming year we see the protocol uh, protocol updates signed the, in the development so that was the ground of our decision
0: nice, uh, nice and
2: nice. Uh, yeah it, it's uh, if talk about the the tokens the, te- the economics uh, it's actually not not uh, uh not not required to to have our own blockchain for that we can implement all the mechanics. we can implement uh, peoples, we can redistribute fees uh, uh, as in the regular uh, deposit chain. so there are no difference. We can implement all the mechanics.
0: Good good, 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 good. So yeah, I mean, so just in, I guess to summarize you know you know having the uh, an existing chain that's got a backing. That really helped in making the decision. Were were there any? I know recently there were some updates to the protocol that Stellar released um, within the last maybe four to five months. Did any of those updates uh, affect your decision?
2: Yes, exactly. That's the only way. That's the only <laughs> thing that affected the decisions.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: We can we can talk. We can see pictures. But uh, if there <laughs> is a development, if there is protocol changes, well, that's it. So,
0: yeah. 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 That's, that's what we're awesome. waiting
2: for for three years. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, that and that's and that's great. I mean, I guess it does show the you know, the support that the devel- development foundation does provide. Um, kind of going into that, uh, let's talk about Ukraine. Just recently, uh, maybe about a month ago, uh, we had this nice announcement come out. Um, uh, Ukraine signs agreement with Stellar Development Foundation to work on digital asset strategy. Um, I know that when uh, I, I brought that up to you and you were saying, you, you had some backgrounds um, on, on, on that, those developments. What can you share with the audience about Ukraine? Because I, I, I know from the Western side, our viewpoint of Ukraine is vastly different from our conversations of what's really going on. There's a lot of innovation happening in Ukraine. So, what can you share with the audience about the about uh, the you know the the future of Ukraine that's being developed right now?
2: Well, uh, um, the very first okay. thing. Uh... Okay, Martin, maybe you start. You,
1: you, you go first, Elia. I'll, I'll, I'll follow if there's any, any gaps to fill. You, you go first.
2: Okay, so, so the very first thing uh, to start uh, talking about Ukraine is that uh, uh, currently there are only two countries uh, where it's possible to issue digital securities without middlemen. It's
0: Liechtenstein mm. and Ukraine. Wait, wait, wait! Pause. One more time. I want everybody to hear this because this is a this is a big one. This is a big one. This is a big one. All right. So one more time. Say that again.
2: Yeah. Apparently, there are only two countries where you can issue digital assets uh, backed by shares, backed by securities, uh, without any middleman, without any broker, without nominees, without all the things. It's Liechtenstein, everybody knows, and everybody is talking about Liechtenstein. But the, the second country is Ukraine.
0: That's big, man. That's big. I mean, well, I'm sure a lot yeah. of people didn't realize that. A lot of people didn't realize that. That's that's incredible.
2: Yeah, but, and also I can say that the second point is uh, Ukraine is recognized as the as country where cryptocurrency has the biggest adoption. Uh, bigger mm-hmm. than in Korea.
0: Really? Uh-oh. Sorry, Jay. Oh, <laughs>
2: that's right. Members, yeah, members of Ukrainian government uh, hold
0: Bitcoin. Wow, wow, that that's another one, guys. Yeah. Another one. He just said members own Bitcoin. Wow, 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 wow. Well, I hope they hold some XLM too. We'll try to talk about that later. But anyways, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. Wow. So so it's very progressive then. Very progressive.
2: Yes, it's very progressive, and um, so you, you know that Ukraine uh, was a part of Soviet Union. Uh, it uh, it's a kind of yes, speaking frankly, kind of underdeveloped country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, now to to actually to actually become the first world country, they need an incredible push, uh, and uh, they actually found the way to to make this incredible push by adapting uh, by digitalizing the economy, digitalizing the government, and by adopting digital assets.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Shout out to St- uh, Stellar Ireland out there, part of our Stellar Global. Glad you're checking in. It's never too late, baby. Never too late. Um Yeah, so th- I mean, so that's that that's interesting. You know, because a lot of times I remember when the news came out about Ukraine, there was a lot of conversation of no one really understood what was going on. But now in hearing this, this was a very strategic decision. And um, i'm sure there's gonna be a lot a lot of great stuff shout out to digital assets daily man yeah Ilya is sharing some exciting news i agree i agree i know i know i know my man digital assets daily is gonna post some tweets on that one uh because yeah that's 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 pretty big pretty big anything else you want to add martin uh from what Ilya mentioned here Mm
1: -hmm. There, there is. I'm not really a technical guy. Um, I don't need to be because we have Ilya. Nah, you know nah, you don't need to um, be. You don't need to yeah, be, man. I just yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll add a bit of color to the um, the tech sector, actually, in 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 Ukraine. The country country's got a, a booming uh, IT and sec- tech sector. We've got enormous American companies setting up, you know, offices with a thousand programmers. A 1,000 coders, basically doing the grunt work of um, big um, orders they may have got from elsewhere um, in the world. Um, But one key advantage um, Ukraine has is it's got a very vibrant tech um, IT startup uh, community. Um, A subsidiary of our bank, um, Empire State Capital Partners, is called um, Big U, which stands for business Business Integrator Group Ukraine. And we work with um, a lot of early stage tech companies and startups trying to help them raise money and package themselves properly and um, so on. But these are all run by young people. Now, Mm. one benefit the young people in Ukraine have is that the country doesn't bankrupt its young by hitting them with a $100,000 university bill. Um, A university education in Ukraine is all intents free. Okay, you've got to pay for somewhere to live. You might have to work in McDonald's in the evening or whatever, who knows? But you don't pay for your education as such. Consequently, when you're fully qualified, you're already bilingual or trilingual with uh, Russian, Ukrainian, and English. Wow. You're an expert com- computer programmer. You've got no debts hanging over you. You've got some hot ideas. You are mm. prepared to sleep on a bed in, in your office for three months if necessary. Um, there's nothing holding them back. So consequently, there's a... A hotbed of innovation in, in the tech and IT sector. Um, and we've seen some outliers. I mean, um, a couple of years back, a company called Luxury. Um, it was a two-year-old company. It had seven employees. It never made a profit. was bought for $150 million. Um, I, I say that as background in the sense that Ukraine is very tech-friendly, and there is a big population here of people doing advanced IT, tech, um, crypto, blockchain type projects, and, and we'll fully wow. understand the implications of what we're doing um, um, at, at, at Smartlands. Um, so, uh, one other one other thing which just occurs to me in the back of my, my mind, one thing Ukraine is famous for, um, apart from the nice scenery and all the stuff, is having a very large black economy. Um, hmm. I don't really want to dwell on this too so much so, but of course, if there is a digital grivna, uh, the Grivna is our local currency, like, you know, euro or the dollar or, 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 or whatever. If there is a digital Grivna on, on, on blockchain, in essence, it's going to make it harder for the black economy to exist in due course if more and more right. people migrate to it. So there are economic advantages to the government of accelerating um, nice. the programme and seeing how many people um, buy into it. But all of that kind of helps us, too, because if, if further down the line we do have a, a stablecoin Grivna, if you like, um, we're going to need, uh, we're going to need several um, Rivner, smart and Stoken pairings on, on new exchanges mm-hmm. around, around the world as well. So, you know, again, it, it's a business opportunity for us on, on um, uh, multiple points.
0: Nah, it's, I mean, it's, this is great. I mean, and, and, and you're absolutely right. I mean, just uh, in preparing for this, I spend a lot of time deep diving in uh, Ukraine and just, you know, really observing the culture. And, and that's what I got. I, I I see passionate, hungry, fearless people that I, we're going to see a lot of great things coming out of Ukraine. Um, let's, let's pivot, uh, on discussion of the, all right. So yeah. So, uh, Ilya, um, you guys had a, a project, a turn of project that was launching in Ukraine. Um, what can you talk about this? Cause this is pretty exciting. I know it's coming up right now. What can you share about this particular project? Well,
2: so I uh, have to talk uh, you have to talk more because we already talked about the background to why we selected Ukraine. Uh, so, first of all, uh, we aim to become actually a first mover with digital assets in Ukraine. Uh, with our ready ready technology, with our proof of concept, uh, we can quickly gain traction. We can quickly get investors, we can quickly onboard uh, asset owners. And. Uh, also, the second point is uh, currently the investment landscape uh, in Ukraine, uh, especially for retail investors, is not so friendly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, of course, uh, you can invest in kind of traditional securities. We uh, are brokers, we are papers, uh, but um, if you if you want actually to buy uh, real assets uh, like like real estate, uh, uh, there are there are not many options uh, in Europe, uh, in the Kingdom. Um, there are like uh, several. Uh, Already, several established businesses uh, where uh, crowdfunding platforms, uh, equity crowdfunding especially, where you can um, actually buy uh, stakes in the property. But in Ukraine, it's not possible. Uh, if you talk about uh, average retail investor who wants to invest into real estate, uh, well, uh, he, he can go and buy a flat uh, somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. already
2: a large ticket, uh, it can be diversified. Uh, so, uh, and uh, he will need to manage it also on on themselves. Uh, like, th- that's uh, that's why we believe uh, our product uh, has a bright future in Ukraine. Uh, it will be a new technology. Market is waiting for it. Actually, we see the demand. Uh, we see the demand from asset owners. We see the demand uh, from retailing individuals. So, so yeah, it's exciting.
0: And, and you guys have a uh, have actually have a Ukraine um, regional office that just opened up. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I saw uh, that.
2: I uh, saw you guys had a great light, hire. Uh, yeah, actually, just to shed the light, uh, we previously had office in Ukraine, but it was a development office. Uh, developers were there, uh-huh. uh, but uh, now we have a real operational company that, that uh, will be able to issue security tokens.
0: Nice, nice. And it's not just uh, I know you guys are, are starting in Ukraine, but it's also another project that expa- it's actually expanding outside of Ukraine um, and bringing a Groxy solution partnership that spans into East Africa. Uh, what can you share about that particular project? Well, uh,
2: Groxi is already uh, established trading platform. Uh, Okay, Martin. maybe you will explain.
1: Well, okay, um, yeah, I mean, as Ilya said, it's an established um, agricultural trading platform. It's got currently in excess of 15,000 farmers who use the system. Um, it basically allows them to cut out the middlemen and the brokers and to deal directly with the buyers for which they pay a commission for using the Abroxy, um, um site. Um, with fifteen thousand farmers around the world, um, they're not just going to do one transaction a year. Very often, harvests are sold in, in uh, say, ten-ton installments or whatever. It, you know, it, it depends who you're selling them to. Are you selling them to Nestle or are you selling them to the local mill? You know, so right. so the different um, different deals will go through. Um, you know, and 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 our um, well, another issue is that there's a, there's a, a, a gentleman, a, a very a very clever, very focused gentleman, Sergey Lasik. He's the CEO of Agroxy. Now, I've known Sergey for 12 years. Um, okay, and, you know he, he was the he was the non-executive chairman of our State Capital Partners during our okay. first couple of years. Um, he used to be the uh, CEO of Union Bank of Switzerland in in, in Ukraine. Um, and he moved to London um, and, and worked on the setup of the Agroxy project. So he's um, he's got good pedigree. He knows what he's doing. And he's been able to make a success out of it. We are we will be able to add a great deal of competitive advantage and efficiency to the Agroxy network by by them utilizing the Smartland's um, blockchain solution. Um, and if you like, I'll keep it simple um, just by saying that. <laughs> that, in essence, gives Agroxy a competitive advantage. Um, um, advantage on, on, on the traceability side of things, um, vis-a-vis any potential competitors which they don't really have at the moment. Um, but effectively, we will receive a fee for each transaction that goes through the SmartLens network which will be paid in SmartLens tokens. Um, now let's say on a busy day, they, I, I don't know numbers at the top of my head, but let's say they have you know, 10 transactions in a day. That will result in 10 visits, at least 10 visits through our network. Each one mm-hmm. of those will deduct a, um, an amount of SmartLens token. So what and then we've got is native demand for the SmartLens token. Small amounts, yes, small amounts admittedly. Um, some, on smaller deals, it might only be a few dollars. and other deals, it might be $50 or $100 or $200. But mm-hmm. every day there will be small um, um, orders coming into the market automatically all done automatically to buy the Smartlands token to pay the fee for the transaction um from, from our end. So the point is it it's about building sort of support for for, for the token and, and our ecosystem, but it will create an ongoing source of solid 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 demand for the Smartlands token to basically um, um, get deals done through through the network. And to be honest <coughs> The, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the farmers are getting a really good deal because they're no longer having to sell their um, output to a big trading house at a huge discount just to get the thing out of the way. They're now getting much better prices. So effectively wow. they're paying they're paying for the access to those much, much better prices. Um, so, you know, basically it's a win-win situation unless you happen to be working for one of the big brokers.
0: Nice, nice, nice. And so you know, you, you definitely talked on on S L T token. We talked about it a lot. So for those that aren't aware, S L T is a token that is um, on the stellar on the stellar blockchain. Correct, Ilya? Yeah. And the yeah, exactly. and, and the basic detail, the specs. There's um, I read earlier, seven point one million uh, total um, tokens minted. Correct? Yeah. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? the? We kind of talked about the role. And so if you can just kind of summarize the role that the SLT token plays within the ecosystem, just briefly here.
1: You do that no, no, in
0: in,
2: earlier. Uh, I can explain it in one sentence. Uh, SLT mm-hmm. is the only method to pay
0: fees on the platform. Right, right, uh, right. Very, so, very straightforward, that, yeah.
2: That, that, um, yeah, it's very straightforward and that that's, uh, maintains a uh, solid demand for SLT. Uh, as more successful project joins the network, uh, as our ecosystem expands, as uh, Agroxy opens new countries, and Agroxy is planning actually to to go in, to to open more, more countries than just Africa nice. uh, and, and Ukraine. So the demand to is demand will rise, uh, and more fees will be paid in SLT. And the second point, uh, that is uh, even more important, is that uh, the supply of the tokens will be less than the demand because we will redistribute uh, the fees that we collect. Uh, it's uh, very similar to the inflation, inflation mechanics uh, that was in Stellar um, mm-hmm. a few years ago. Uh, but without printing new tokens, uh, so we will we will collect all the fees and, and uh, one third of these fees will be distributed uh, back to qualified SLT holders.
0: Okay, great, great, great. I'm getting a lot from Q, a lot of questions about SLT. Um, and I know that we've answered a lot of this, but you know, one one of the last questions he talked about was, you know, how does it convert, you know, how, how do you get um SLTs? I guess is what he's asking. And and that kind of really goes into the next question was, um, you know, you guys are available on the Sdex, the seller decentralized exchange. Um, I do know that. That's where I, um where I know a lot of people are getting the, the, the SLTs there. And so for Q, I can answer that question for sure. You can definitely exchange any asset that's on, uh, on Stellar. You could then convert it through PATH payments uh, into SLT. Um, but beyond um, the um uh, what are some other exchanges that you guys are available on where people can, um, can purchase SLT tokens?
2: Yeah, but in December last year we released it on Whitebit uh, with the BTC and USDT pairs. Uh, and uh, for this quarter we are aiming to to uh, get a few more listings. Uh, mm-hmm. Aiming also for bigger exchanges. Uh, but uh, yeah, so that, that's that's also kind of priority for us because we need liquidity for tokens. Uh, but uh, the, the demand is the first priority.
0: Right, 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 right. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. Well, I know that we've been coming up to about an hour, guys, and I really appreciate all the time. There were a couple questions that were on Stellar Global that I want to make sure I I can get into, and and I know we won't get to all of them, but for everyone listening, uh, if your question was not um, answered um, in the brief time that we have left, um, they have a promise that they're going to put out a blog post, and I'm sending your questions from Stellar Global, uh, directly to them, and, and there'll be a blog post that's going to be posted. So that way, your questions will be answered. Um, but let's start off with uh, Kopatis. Uh, uh, he's one of our our, 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 our dedicated members in Stellar Global, and and his question was this: Can you please discuss the indecisiveness to stay, leave, come back to the Stellar blockchain? How will you utilize the recent news of Bank of Ukraine to build? Uh, to build on Stellar, um, how would you use that to your advantage? So, uh, I, I guess a two-part question for you.
2: Yeah, but I, first of all, I wouldn't agree with decisiveness worked because it was a very thorough decision and uh, really told a lot with multiple parties. Uh, and uh, we already explained it uh, in the beginning of our stream live show that. Uh, Actually, the protocol changes uh, made us to turn back, to commit uh, again to work on Stellar, mm-hmm. uh, because we see that the network uh, can now facilitate our long-term vision. Uh, short-term, yeah, short-term multi six solution will work, uh, but uh, the long-term uh, is what actually uh, the, the, the most important thing, uh, because we yeah. want to become a global uh, investment ecosystem. We want our tokens to be traded on uh, exchanges. Uh, I mean, security tokens is a issue. And nice. we want uh, multiple parties, we want uh, multiple countries, uh, all connected in one ecosystem. Uh, so, at the beginning, with Multisig, uh, with Multisig, we can't fulfill this vision. Uh, That's why, uh, and uh, we didn't solve Stellar developing this approach, uh, but uh, so, so we decided to build our own chain. Uh, but now, now as we see the protocol changes, as we see that Stellar actually commits to, devel- to the development of uh, regulated tokens ecosystem, uh, uh, we see that uh, on the on the new protocol, on the new protocol versions, we can uh, build uh, regulated tokens. We can fulfill our vision.
0: Wow, wow, wow. That's that, that was a good answer. Good answer, good answer, good answer, good answer. <laughs> Stellar is committed. We appreciate everybody out there working hard to commit to regulated uh, token and security tokens. Um, this one is from Jason Byrne. Um, will Smartlands keep working on adding exchanges? You, you, you kind of touched on this uh, a few minutes ago, um, but uh, you can answer directly. Are you guys working on adding exchanges?
2: Yeah, the, the short answer is uh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one,
0: Mike1965, 1965. Mike1965, 1965, Stellar Global. Once Agrati goes live, do you hope that this will lead to other similar partnerships, joint ventures?
1: Yes, basically. Um, um, again, sorry. Let, let me say a little bit here, uh, Elia. I, I mentioned earlier, actually, okay. not jokingly, that my um, job title's are a fancy way of saying chief salesman. Um, <laughs> once we've got once we've got a proof of concept working that's actually added demonstrable value to Magroxy, um, um, I'll, I'll basically put I'll basically create a case study, and I will use that. Um, uh, as part of my sales approach to other potential companies, they don't have to be in agriculture; they could be in any sort of structure. The, this is separate to our sort of real assets stuff. This is basically us utilising the blockchain solution to add value to existing um, focused companies like Agroxy, possibly in different areas. But yeah, the, 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 I, I see many more um, joint ventures and partnerships. I'm actually we're actually working on a number at the moment. Um, I can't go into details because uh, they're at an early stage. But <laughs> right, right, my, colleague right. I, my colleague Alex Bart and I are every day um, uh, bringing smartlands and uh, the opportunity to the attention of uh, real estate owners or, or asset owners or potential joint venture commercial partners. That's what we're um, I'm doing. So I'm I'm sure there's going to be more. But I will have a much easier job once I've got. A proven case study of something that's actually worked and provided benefits so um i'm i'm am i i'm more anxious than the token holders that we get um a groxy (laughs) on the ukraine operation running because it'll be a great um way for me to prove it
0: well trust me i'm looking forward to it i don't want to talk to tenants anymore i just want to go ahead and own uh, a piece of real estate and not have to take late night phone calls so i'm I'm looking forward to it as well um all right so let's talk um actuary bong we'll talk um, we'll, we'll say i don't know what that means but we'll just leave it at that uh, so how far are you on the project and it said the alternative investment project so i'm assuming they're talking about the ukraine project how far along are you uh can you share this project schedule um and so and then it says as far as i know the project finished in system launch in q1 is this true i'm trying to follow this question a little bit but are you following that with me
1: well, I, I, I am. Yeah. I'll just say um, um, a little bit. But basically, um, we, we were just earlier and I were discussing this earlier. We're probably we, we are looking at Q1. But to be honest, it's more likely to be the second week of April. Um, OK. Uh, we, you see, we, 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 we've got a few issues here. We've started um, work with a company called Quantum Attorneys. Um, I believe an announcement went out about that yesterday or earlier today. Um, yes. Yes. Now, yeah. I saw that today. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Yeah, they are a law firm um, here in Ukraine that specialises, uh, focuses solely on um, blockchain and crypto-related issues. Um, that's all they do. Now they were a chief advisor to the Ministry of Digital Transformation. How many countries um, have a, a ministry called that? You know, yeah, right, Defense, right, right, right. The, the Ministry of Digital Transformation. That's how seriously the government is. They didn't just put someone in charge. It's sort of a whole, you know, a whole, a whole ministry to uh, oversee the thing. Um, Quantum attorneys were the chief advisor to this ministry um, on the uh, building blocks for the creation of the um, uh, blockchain related laws that are going to be passed um, later this year. Um, so what we are doing is we are, um, we've set everything up under the current regime, able to run under the current market. Um, then there's a few bits of paperwork that need to be shuffled around, but nothing nothing difficult but backed with quantum's input to make sure the moment the government flicks the switch on its um, digital policy going live we'll, we'll be there one second afterwards basically we'll be ready to go immediately and we will have a fully proven working solution really the the very day that the the whole thing goes live from the government's perspective um, nice 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 so, uh, yeah that's something that we're working hard on um, with the legal side but also you've got to remember as well when you're dealing with um investment products to specific you know um, um to uh, investors who are possibly um or will be retail in in in, in, in 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 many different cases you've got to be sure that your legal structure is absolutely watertight that it meets all regulations that investors are protected insofar as possible that you know um revenue coming in from properties is actually audited so that uh, the payout to the investors is known the legal structures behind all of this what can be automated what can't be there's an awful lot of running around to be done right. to make it specific to the ukrainian market the key thing is the hard work the backbone the structure and everything that's all prepared and ready to roll so we're just we're just making sure that the pathway to creation is as smooth as possible and that's why quantum is working with us so that is actually quite a lot of work yes. um but uh, I, I tentatively say the second week of April, um, Ilya, what's um, your feedback
2: on the second week of April? <laughs> well, it, it sounds, sounds uh, like uh, a <clears throat> very, very good game and uh, our tech is ready. So we be really nice. ready to, to go live second week of April. Yeah.
0: Man, that's great. That's great. Look, guys, we I, I have kidnapped you guys for over an hour now and I really want to appreciate it. Um... I want to thank uh, everybody for tuning in. Um, I'm going to repost all this. I know we had a breakup, um, and so I'm going to retie all this back together, have it going back on Twitter and YouTube so that everybody could enjoy this. Uh, We had a lot of people uh, participating, a lot of questions. Once again, um, I know that we didn't get to all the questions, but there will be a blog post coming out later on that would address a lot of these things in detail that you guys can have. So... Thank you, Ilya. Thank Thank you, Martin. Go ahead, my man.
1: Can I just just add, there is an awful lot of questions. We will endeavor to answer all of them in writing in a big blog post. Do not expect it tomorrow. It ain't going to (laughs) happen. Within a couple couple of weeks, we will will do it. uh, All right. There um, you go. There you go.
0: Appreciate it. But all the questions are
2: very interesting and important, yeah.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I mean, we we've got a really big, really good group. Uh, Stellar Global um, is the place you want to be if you if you want to get your questions in uh, for another podcast or live uh, event like this. You know, make sure you go ahead and sign up. You got the link right there in um, in my profile. And also, you know what? We need a Ukraine room. We don't have a Ukraine channel on Stellar Global. So if you're in Ukraine, you fit this profile, you're building out there, and you want to network. Uh, reach out to me, hit me on the DM. They're open, and I, I love to connect with you. But I um, really want to thank you guys. Thank you, Luke. That's right. He, Luke is saying thank you. Uh, really appreciate everybody that joined in. And uh, that's that's all for now. I look forward to talking with you guys soon. Martin, Ilya, ciao, everybody. Yep. Thank
1: you. Thank, thank you very much. Much.
0: Bye-bye.